to another Little Insights podcast. How are you doing, Ross? You all right? Yeah, I'm good. Um, Adam, Susie, oh, did I not get the memo? <laughs> it's, a, it's another lockdown and it's just oh, you and me. It's just right. Okay, so you're, unfortunately you're just dealing with the, 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 the gruesome twosome because, yeah, as Ross says, it's never locked down. So um, we thought we'd just do a little chit-chat, to be honest, didn't we? We thought we'd actually sort of, with no real theme or no real agenda just because... Uh, yeah, there's not a lot else to do. No, I think just some reflections on the week, really. And, yeah. Um, hopefully provide some little insights into yeah. some people at home. Yeah, so for context, so we're, we're just coming into, the, obviously, the third lockdown. Uh, our current school has some provision for key work, vulnerable workers, but the vast majority of staff are at home, and they're working doing their online. And I did my first lesson today with the dual screen, which Ross helped me with, because being a bit of the... Uh, been a bit of a tech numpty. I, I was I was a bit struggling with, but um, certainly helped. I think uh, I tell you, I get a little bit nervous with with the with the online lessons. It's certainly back to NQT days and, and panicking like that. I know you're a bit more savvy. How's it been for you? Yeah, I still think I still spend that first five minutes double checking everything. Right, have I got the settings right? Yeah. You know, and I was part of my role is kind of I should be good at this and. You know, I do not want the day where someone rings up and says, uh, what was going on in that lesson? Yeah, you know, yeah. pupils are unmuting themselves left, right and centre. So, yeah. yeah, I do spend five minutes before the lesson just making sure everything is in place and making sure it's all it's all there. And then I suppose I do, I do try and like just change it up a bit and try and actually test myself for small elements of the lesson, but re really try and keep it simple. I mean, I, I think in, in terms of the generation of teaching that, I certainly know of. this is going to be the biggest shift in terms of the teaching profession's kind of daily normal routine. Um, I think it probably goes without saying, but I mean, for me, yeah, it is. It's like, you know, I'm nearly 17 years of teaching experience and actually kind of, it's exciting. There is that element of nerves. Like you say, I mean, like even just, just like, it's like a bit like spinning plates. Like I, was, I muted myself very cleverly, done that, started talking hear the kids go in so you, you know it's just it's just little things like that it's just remembering to do the basics but actually that some of those basics are kind of fundamental in in, in kind of in delivering the lesson but yeah practice makes perfect I think absolutely it's, the more you do it the the easier it comes yeah. and i think and that when you, i suppose as your confidence grows that's when you'll start doing those extra bits so as you said today's the first time you've added the dual screen dual screen yeah, I feel like you know, you know, in, in Star Wars, when the second lightsaber comes out from the other end for Darth Maul, it's like <laughs> you've doubled your power. Sure, yeah, I've just doubled my. Still didn't manage it. Harry could have the call you over. Ross, don't worry, I'd, I'd mute myself. But um, I think that'd be good. I think it may be a good talking point for people if they want to contact us. I know our uh, online uh, social media gurus aren't here, but they'll be at home tapping away. If anyone wants to get in contact with any tips and ideas. I think we're all learning from each other in this kind of environment. And I think the bigger the teaching community can be in terms of sharing ideas, I think the better we are, I think the better placed we are. I, I agree. I think, um, and actually, if you go on to things like Eventbrite, there is a couple of different, like free CPD yeah. opportunities. I know we've advertised that yeah. in our school. 
I know I've seen the National College as well putting on a lot of things, sort of more subject specific. So they've got kind of quite subject specific kind of um, good practice idea sharing, good practice. I know Twitter's a flood with all that sort of stuff. So yeah, um, hash brown remote learning. Yeah, hash brown remote. <laughs> <laughs> I know that was breakfast. So yeah. Um, and yeah, and if Adam and Susie decide to listen to the podcast. Yeah, um, they need to get on to the social media and um, yeah, start a, promoting it. That'd be a telltale sign, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, well, no, because obviously we tried to sack Adam, and uh... <laughs> he's still—I think he's still fuming about that. <laughs> so now, now, now it's two of them. Yeah. But I think also as well. I mean, Ross and I are now just discussing things just off off the bat. But I think um, this is possibly a good forum for people to maybe think about actually, you know, when you're at home, being at home, actually missing out on that sort of staff room chit chat that staff room interchange and actually hopefully this is a bit of a social outlet for people so if you do want to get in contact please do because it would be great to hear from people and uh, we'll happily mm-hmm. sort of get some ideas oh, oh there we someone go someone now <laughs> so our first listener buzzing in nice. me. it's my mum oh dear oh no oh well, there you go <laughs> at, least, at least she's listening hopefully yeah hopefully but uh no it'd be good to have some messages on here and actually yeah. start to have that dialogue with some people who are listening yeah stay safe people we're, we're back. <laughs> I lent on my dual screen. That's what happened. I didn't realise I'd uh, done it. Sorry. We've had a. Hopefully, you enjoyed the theme tune in between. Oh yeah, it was nice to have a welcome break. Actually, I think brain breaks are important. Yeah, um, um, but uh, we we also realised we didn't actually tell anybody anything no. that was informative. Yeah. Which, which isn't completely a surprise there, but we thought actually the purpose of this is to try and give people either takeaways or a sense of, of what's going on. Yeah, so I'm going to start. So in in reference to the, the online learning and remote learning, um, that really best practice is that you shouldn't really talk for longer than 15 minutes um, at any one time. And um, people switch off a lot more easily when they're looking at screens. So um, I would definitely recommend that you know you have those moments where you're, you're not talking to the pupils and that they are working. Yeah. I think I think the technical terminology for that Russ, is synchronized and asynchronized. Oh, well done. You yeah. just read that off that post it? No, did not at all. Did not at all. <laughs> so yeah, your synchronized learning is that kind of live interaction where you might be using AFL tools, question and answering, and then your asynchronized, I guess, allows that far more differentiation because you can set the task and allow the pupils at their own pace to get on with them. So I think certainly in terms of a tactic, I'd, I'd strongly suggest that that's a kind of a tool in, in teachers' armory in terms of how they deliver their lessons so that they're not dictating and kind of, you know, doing a kind of like lecture style talk for the entire duration of a period. Actually, it could be like you say, 15 minutes of just live interaction and then splitting those tasks up. I think that's really important. Yeah, well, you just stay live for, yeah. for the duration of the lesson, but there's times where they're working independently and you're you're yeah. there for support. Yeah, and I, I, one of my own reflections was that actually in, in that, um, there was a pupil missing from my lesson, phoned them up in that sort of time when the pupils were on doing their task, gave me an, an opportunity to chase that pupil, spoke with the parent, they're completely apologetic, they logged on, and then I essentially redid the kind of introduction with that pupil one-to-one. You know, a little bit like you'd have in a, in a lesson if a pupil was, you know, absent or kind of missing or something, and you need to catch up with them. So, so that was that was beneficial there. So, um, so okay. yeah. So I, I was I probably the biggest change really is probably pace of lessons. I think yep. you're gonna. Good. What I found people when they're at home they work at the the actual the, the difference in the pace at which people's work is so vast, bigger yeah. than in the classroom. Yeah. And I think don't be afraid to allow those who are moving through the work quicker to maybe look at your lesson resources online not necessarily listening to you 
trying to move ahead, but then when they are finding that they're getting stuck, that they catch, you catch back up. Mm. Or even if you have that pupil who turns up late or they're behind slightly, I think the best way is allow that to happen. Yeah. Don't get too focused and too worried about pupils working at different rates. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, as I said, just let, let that happen because it will happen. I guess part of that is actually uh, whatever platform it is, whether it's Google, Google Classrooms, Microsoft, um, almost having that kind of backup set of organized resources like you would in a lesson, you know, different resources, but that actually the pupils can access it and it's well signposted, it's clearly labeled, it's clearly organized. So that actually your classroom in terms of the virtual side of things and remotely is neat, tied in and kind of easily accessible. Yeah. I suppose the last thing is at the moment, there's no room for the bit crystal. Oh, everything's electronic, isn't it? Everything's not happening. Like, yeah. I mean, I still, I still dibble dabble and, and sort of throw it at the screen when things aren't working. Which screen on there I start to throw it at? I don't know, but um, yeah, we're still searching that sponsorship deal. If you're listening, Vic, by the way, yeah, but, I, I don't know if they are. I don't think they are. No. <laughs> Okay, so for uh, this part of the show, joined by two guests who are thrilled to be here. Uh, we've got uh, Ewan and Sam, who are uh, support staff in a school. Yeah, say hi. Hi. Hello. As you can see by the enthusiasm <laughs> displayed. <laughs> okay, right, so we're going to start with our, so we've got some new quick fire questions. We've kind of adapted them. Um, so it's just first thing that comes into your mind. So Ewan, you're going to go first. So... Uh, would you prefer a parents' evening or an open evening? Parents' evening. Parents' evening. Uh, dinner with the head teacher or with an NQT? It's an NQT. A newly qualified teacher? Head teacher. Head teacher. Um, have you ever experienced the power of the bit crystal? Yes or no? I don't know what that is. Don't know what that is. <laughs> ben, or you'll have to chip in on that one at the end. I can give you a free pen. It's like change your life. Not that we're like trying to promote Bic in any way. Yeah. Um, Helps your wrist action. <laughs> You're not a sponsor. <laughs> we're trying to get sponsored. <laughs> um, <laughs> would you prefer entering 300 data worksheets or having to deal with an irate parent on a phone call? Irate parent phone call, yeah. Okay. And then Sam, so same questions for you. So parents' evening or an open evening? Okay. Dinner with the head teacher or with a newly qualified teacher? teacher have you ever experienced the power of the bit crystal no. they can have a free pen when they leave <laughs> um, would you prefer to enter 300 data worksheets or deal with an RA parent on the phone parent parent mm -hmm. okay well all right good good answers and uh, so I've kind of I've put together three questions but we'll just kind of see what comes naturally um, really is just to gain a little insight into the roles that you play in the school um, so is that why we call it the insight? That's why we call it the oh. insight, of course. I think you've plugged that like clever. three or four times. <laughs> the, the guy who's not meant to be in the interview oh, just keeps chipping in. Carry on with my emails. So, uh, all right, Sam, so what, what's the, the best thing about working in a school? The pace, busyness, you're never bored. Is it just, you just start the day and it just yeah. doesn't end until you leave? That's it, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you feel like you leave with a lot of work? Or is it, do you feel like you can just leave it there and then come back to it the next day? No, yeah, yeah. 
I, I tend to leave once once everything's completed anyway, so I can start with a clean sheet the next day. Yeah. Do you ever do you feel any dread when you're walking back in through the door? Not really. No. Okay. Hey, what's the best thing for you, you and working in school? Yeah, just how like cause it makes the day go quick because you've got so many things to do, and obviously you've got that constant phones ringing, or you've got kids coming to the window. Just everything's buzzing. It just makes it all go quick. How how do you manage that? That's probably the the one thing I don't know is you've got phone ringing, emails going on the screen. You've probably got someone who's just turned up at the door. You've got a kid who probably are slightly impatient. You know. Yeah. Miss, mm-hmm. miss, sir, sir. <laughs> yeah. Then you got a member of staff who walks in and goes, "Where's my radio?" Yeah. And what? How? Even more impatient. As well, yeah. yeah. How? How do you manage it? Prioritize. So mm-hmm. normally visitor. That that's quite that's the most important one because obviously you're making an impression to the school. Mm-hmm. Um, Charles, depending on the situation, if it's medical, they're probably quite high priority. But if they're going, "Where's my timetable?" Then that can wait. That, that can wait then, because that's your fault. You you misplaced that. <laughs> right. So. Then obviously staff member they're high priority, but normally kid unless they're bleeding out, then yeah. yeah. So medical, then it's anything outward facing that is going to represent the school. Mm. Yeah. Staff and then the kid who's just placed his time table. Yeah. Situation. Yeah. 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 Do you ever feel like because like when I've done it, just like when someone's been absent, oh, and I'm trying to find your button under the desk and I'm trying to answer the phone, <laughs> I feel like just going, would everyone just shut the? Because <laughs> it's just like it's like too much. No one seems to like. Uh, well, I know you've done it. The one time I, the very first day I did reception, first thing I did was set the fire alarm off, oh. <laughs> or the uh, whatever that alarm is underneath the desk. Yeah. And I know you did that as well. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's a different story when I set that alarm off. Yeah. There, there, I'm sure there's a very good system to that that you've got. It's, it's a two red buttons. Yeah, you, you, you have, have to, to press, you press them both two in. red buttons at the same time, or you press the switch, which opens the door. Right. So you got switch, you got two red buttons, and you decide to go for two big red buttons. Yeah, yeah. Every, you do get your moments occasionally yeah. where it's, especially when someone's buzzing and they're a little impatient, and it's they buzz once, you let them in, but it's like, yeah, it's a harsh buzz. So, all those things. What's the worst thing about working in a school? What is the worst thing about working in school? Be honest. Uh, probably when, maybe when parents, obviously, they feel that something's happened and they're quite upset or angry. Um, most of the time, it's not at you, so they're just venting or they're just frustrated, which is fine. But then you do get the odd parents that feel like you've created that situation so they're like it's, it's all coming yeah. at you it's just you, yeah. you represent the school right now and yeah and so yeah, yeah. It's your problem. That, well, wait, I say that's similar yeah to that as well so that but then also it, it really annoys me because uh, when, when the kids don't say thank you that, that gets me. <laughs> it's just like you do something for them they even don't say please they don't say thank you so you, you wait for them they ask you something and I just wait and, I, and wait for them to get to the, to the please do you get it not often, but oh. we get in there. But you you got to work on it. Mm. Um, okay, so you know, just going so your your kind of question just for you, Ewan. So you've kind of come into an apprenticeship route, which is very new. Um, how did that come about? Uh, you know, how are you doing with that? Uh, so I was at college at Highs Park. Um, I wasn't really enjoying it. I didn't like because 
I didn't think it would be for me from GCSEs. Um, I find it quite hard to revise and stuff and knuckle down with that. So I didn't think it would be for me, but I tried it. I was there for about five, six months. Um, then I got in touch with someone at the council and then they helped me find this apprenticeship. I got the interview here and then I got this and then that's, it's all going really well. Um, I've got quite a high percentage of completion. I have my monthly lessons. Um, I've got my ICT exam coming up um, but in January. That's been put back twice now because of COVID situations and stuff. So. So what are the, because I suppose that's the bit people don't really know about, isn't it, is what are those examinations that you do? So because um, my, my thing's in business admin, so I have business admin lessons where I go to the lesson, then I will be set two or three different tasks, coursework due in for my next lesson. And then it's all for me to pass my apprenticeship. I have to get 100% completion of all the units. I select the units of work that I'm going to be doing. So I've got like customer service unit. Um, stuff like that so that i have to prove what i've done in the workplace to do a customer service i've got one about mailing stuff so all the different types of post couriers all that stuff and i just need to show i need to write evidence on it write different types of coursework um product evidence and witness testimonies i've had a few of those so i've done something for someone and they've just written a few sentences explaining what i've done so just help me get my high percentage to show that i've done that yeah. Okay. That's interesting. And again, it's very, it's very new, um, the kind of friendship scheme. So not many people are aware of them or how they come about. Um, I was, I was, to... I, well, I was just, I was interested to get you both your perceptions on just, um, cause obviously when people think of working in the school and stuff, they straight away think of teaching, but do, do you guys, and don't let me think this as a loaded question, but do you realize the impact you have on like kids? Do you, do you see that? Or do you, do you feel like you have an impact? Maybe should the question be Sam? I think you do. I think you do. It's it's quite hard because you you want that good rela relationship with them, and um, for the most part you do. Um, yeah. I, I, I think yeah. Well, I, from my perspective, I think you have a massive impact because there's so many kids that kind of like know you, know who you are. They know you're not teachers, but you're approachable. You lose their timetables. <laughs> lose their timetables, but that's a significant thing that helps our pupils. So actually, yeah. Yeah. Do you get your familiar faces? Yeah. Definitely. He's got your regular. <laughs> <Yeah>. Regulars. <laughs> so Gosh, it's, it's yeah. nice getting to know them, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's because obviously I'm still 17, so I can relate to them quite a bit. Mm. Obviously, just the um, sick yeah. form. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no please. <laughs> no pleases or thank yous. Yeah. yeah. So you're one of us. Yeah. <laughs> I still relate to them. Obviously, like. Because I'm young, I know what they're saying, so we can we can have bond-ish with that. There's that just obviously sit for me, so they're older than me still. Yeah. yeah. So, they um, do let their guard down quite a bit though, and yeah. then obviously there's that line. So yeah, yeah. yeah, but they do let their guard down. I think yeah. when they come to the window. Um. So I think my my final question was going to be if there was one thing that if you had the opportunity to say to teachers that would make your lives a little bit easier. Like just something that maybe I said to you, people walking in the office, you know, where's my radio? You know, what is what would be one thing? I know what yours should be. So. No, you can answer each other's. <laughs> Don't lose your fault. <laughs> oh God! Oh yes. Yeah, it's it's fine. We all do it, yeah. um, but you do. But please don't lose your fault. It, yeah. It's we've all been there, but you do get 
regulars where regulars, regulars again. you yeah. do uh, especially if they're smokers oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fine and i know they probably just think oh you know you're just pressing a button but you, you may be busy you might be talking to a parent taking notes down and then you've got somebody especially if you don't answer it promptly they might get a little frustrated mm -hmm. and and it's normally the ones that don't tend to not have their jobs and yeah it, it wouldn't actually make a massive difference if you're especially, buzzing, especially in the mornings in the mornings yep yeah, right so messages if you don't have your fob buzz once and wait patiently it's been prioritized and it will be answered accordingly <laughs> yeah. yeah and what is yours uh if uh, you've misplaced your amazon delivery just leave me alone <laughs> i'm sorting it um, I think there's many. Yeah. <laughs> what would break your life? Big crystal. Yeah, that would make my writing yeah. a lot smoother. My hand oh, honestly, the the take one. Take one. There you go. Just I, uh, give us some feedback on the, on the website. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us. That's fine. And uh, providing us a little insight into the life of support staff. And welcome to the takeaway section of the podcast. Um, if I go first. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we talk about the remote learning at the beginning of the podcast. I think the takeaway from this is that we keep it simple. You know, don't be too um, worried about trying to embrace all these new technologies. So just keep the lessons very simple. And as the confidence grows, then start to incorporate some bits in small parts of your lessons. And then you allow that to take over. And over time, that skill set will grow um, as the confidence grows. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, in reference to our guests today that we had, uh, thank you again to them. Um, I think it's just about being mindful of, of, of office and support staff and those key workers that actually really help our day-to-day -day running of schools. And whilst we're closed at the moment in certain aspects, actually these office staff are the ones that are helping things tick away and keep keep running. So actually, you know, they, they, they sat behind desks at times and, you know, you kind of think about, bothering them and pestering them and actually being mindful that they're, they'll take on board those tasks, but it won't always necessarily be kind of prioritised straight away to the top of the pile. So just being mindful of that, being mindful of how you uh, engage with those office staff because they are the, the lifeblood of schools. Um.